want to welcome you to the Girls Ministry Podcast presented to you by Sage Girls Ministry. This is Merritt Johnston and I'm excited to have you with us as we kick off this new aspect to our ministry. As we travel around and we meet folks doing girls ministry all across this United States of ours, it's amazing to see how God has knit our hearts together, has given us a common goal, a common passion, and a common vision. And so we want to be able to provide you with a tool that's going to help you be more effective as you strive to minister to the girls in your churches and communities. So we really hope this will be a great resource for you. So we look forward to getting your input, your feedback, your questions, your comments, and that'll help us as we prepare future podcasts. So let us hear from you. Today we're going to tackle a topic as it relates to the leadership of your girls' ministry. Uh, I know that a lot of you are out there serving probably alone right now, and that's probably not by choice. Most of you probably are in the process of trying to put together a leadership team. You're praying for God to open your eyes to the people that need to come and join you in that process. But I think it's critical for us to be able to surround ourselves with people that can help us lead out in the area of girls' ministry and within any ministry for that matter. There are a couple of reasons why I believe this is so important. The first reason is because it's biblical for us to serve in the context of community. That's what God has laid out for us in Scripture. We see that in all of the ways that the Apostle Paul describes the body of Christ and that each part of the body has a function, has a role to play. And so really within each of our ministries, there should be a sense of, of that body functioning and leading out in every aspect of the church and the service that it does uh, for the body itself and also out within the community. But secondly, this is also critical for us because I believe it can prevent burnout. And if you've been serving in ministry for any length of time, undoubtedly you have had those moments when you have wanted to walk away, to quit, to to just throw in the towel within ministry. And, and this is just going to happen to anyone if you've been serving in ministry for any length of time. But I believe we can prevent this epidemic of ministry burnout if we are serving within the context of community. If you know you have people serving alongside you, it can enable you and encourage you to press on and persevere in those times when you are struggling, when you want to give up. Just as Moses stood there and, and had them come and hold up his arms when he didn't feel like he could hold up his arms any longer. In the same way, having ourselves surrounded by a leadership team can give us that extra push, can hold up our arms in those moments when we are weak. And so I want to encourage you that you need to be developing a leadership team if you haven't already. For today's podcast, we're going to assume that you already have a leadership team, and we're going to focus in on some key things that you can do to be able to make sure that that leadership team is, a, is as effective as it possibly can be in striving to reach the girls in your church and community. And the first thing that I'm going to encourage you to do is to cast the vision clearly and often. I fear that when I sit down with, with many girls' ministry teams, uh, across the United States, as I sit down and have conversations, it's it's difficult for anyone to pinpoint exactly what the vision and mission is of their girls' ministry. And, and this may be something as simple as aligning with whatever the mission statement is of your church. Um, hopefully they have one. But, but if not, for you to sit down and be specific and intentional about outlining what it is that you are trying to accomplish within your girls' ministry. For us in SAGE, we have a very simple mission statement to reach, teach, and train young women to impact their communities and the world with the love of Christ. So that's what we're trying to do. And that provides a framework for us that as we sit down to plan, if we brainstorm an idea and it does not help us to reach, teach, or train young women, then we're definitely not going to be involved in that. 
we get approached with a lot of different opportunities and a lot of different needs, um, but that doesn't mean that we are the ones that are called to meet each and every one of those needs. We do our best to respond to as many as we can, but those have to fall in line with what our mission and vision is. And so the same thing needs to be true for you. You you have to have a clear-cut, defined vision for your ministry, and that's going to help you make effective decisions and be better stewards of your time and your resources as well. And so you can't just talk about this once a year. This has to be something that's communicated over and over and over again, that each and every member of your team is very clear about what your mission is and how they're striving to help fulfill that and accomplish that within your girls' ministry. Secondly, I'm going to encourage you to believe in and empower each member of your team. And the reason why this is critical is because it's very easy for us sometimes to ask someone to come and serve alongside us. Maybe you asked a friend, someone that, that uh, loves you, cares about you, and so they jumped on board this team. But then there's just a, a sense of, of loss as, as to what it is that you're truly asking them to do. So you have to believe in each member of your team, and you have to empower them to have a specific area of responsibility, a specific area to lead. And you have to encourage them to do so. And so for a lot of us that are leaders, that can be difficult for a number of reasons. Uh, for some of us, we don't want to be a burden to anyone. Uh, but if you have, have asked them to prayerfully consider this opportunity and the Spirit led them to serve with you, then you need to give them the opportunity to be obedient to what God has called them to do. It may be that uh, you're scared of letting go of that responsibility. You're scared that uh, that person is not going to fulfill the commitment and the responsibility and the burden is going to come back upon you. And that is a risk that each and every one of us in leadership takes, and we have to be prepared to come in and to fill that void if a mistake happens or there's a lapse in leadership. But we have to be willing to take the risk to let them lead. And so th that's my encouragement to you, that every single member of your team needs to have something that they are responsible for, something that they feel uh, that, that sense of responsibility to lead, and you need to encourage them and empower them in that process. So the first thing, again, cast vision clearly and often. The second thing, believe in and empower each person to do their best for God. The next thing, learn constantly and be faithful to share that knowledge with your team. There are a lot of resources out there today, and so you have the opportunity to be able to fill yourself with lots of knowledge uh, in ministry, and specifically in the area of girls' ministry. And so you need to be acquiring knowledge constantly. You need to be reading constantly. And as you read through that material, as you, you sort through those resources, as the, the best rises to the top and you see what really has critical and crucial information, share that with your team. Uh, get them a copy of that book and, and, and read that together. Spend some time making sure that you're aware of, of the things that are changing in this culture today, that you're aware of what the, the predominant hot topic type needs are among girls today that you are having conversations with girls and acquiring knowledge, not just by books, but also by having conversations, and that you are growing in that process and faithful to share that growth with your team. The next key step that I would tell you to take is, is to earn your team's trust by respecting their time. And this is a truth that is important to you no matter where you're serving, whether that's within uh, your job, within your church, no matter where you might be serving. This is a critical step that we can all take as leaders to earn our team's trust by respecting their time. And this means that we have to be careful about planning meetings and making sure that they're efficient uses of everyone's time. If you are having to have constant meetings, then it's, it's going to be difficult for you to see any kind of fruit or effectiveness from that. So really and truly, you need to try and restrict your team meetings to once a month to try and make sure that you are a good steward of your team member's time 
time and to make sure that that you're being intentional in that time together that you have a timed agenda that you send that agenda out to your team ahead of time so that they can show up and be prepared for your discussion and and this is really going to make sure that you have an effective meeting and i believe each and every one of your team members is going to repay the preparation that you have in making sure that the meeting runs smoothly and efficiently they're going to repay that by showing up on time and showing up ready with good input with good feedback for the discussion and the agenda items because the last thing that you want is is for that person to have to call home meeting after meeting and say hey i'm sorry this meeting's running long we've been here for three hours i know but we're still only on the second bullet point we've got 10 more items to discuss you don't want to have those type of conversations result from your meetings. So make sure that they're effective meetings. So continue to earn your team's trust by respecting their time. The next thing that I would tell you is to hold your team members accountable and to speak the truth in love. And this is very, very difficult to do. But as it relates to accountability, we have a lack of accountability, I believe, in a lot of churches across uh, the United States. And around the world that that we fail to hold one another accountable to our commitments and so what i would encourage you to do is to have a team member covenant that when people agree to come and serve alongside you that you have a document that they've had a chance to look over to think over to pray over and then to sign saying that they are going to commit to you to serve with you and to honor these commitments that are listed within this covenant. And I think it's also important that you can set some time frame, some time limits for that, that if you're asking them to serve for a year commitment, I think sometimes when we sign up to serve within a church position, we think we are signing up until our untimely end or until Jesus Christ returns. And so I think if we can set some parameters for people to say, I'm just asking you to serve for the next year, and then we have the opportunity to come back and see if this is something you want to continue doing, I think that's a much better option to present to someone than just a blanket position that that extends into eternity. And so I think if we fill that out in a covenant, if we have that lined out for people and they can review their their responsibilities, if they can review what you're asking of them and sign their name to that as a significant reminder to them and to you that they are joining in a covenant relationship of service with you, then you have the opportunity to go back and hold them accountable for that commitment that they've made. And this means that we have to be willing to speak the truth in love, that when things are difficult, and things will get difficult, as as with any leadership team, there are going to be times when people do not get along. There are going to be times when people fail uh, on their commitments. We're going to have to have those conversations. And so as the leader, you have to be able to go and speak the truth in love. And if you are truly praying for each and every member of their team, if you are truly encouraging them, equipping them, being a part of their life on a personal level, then you've earn the right to be able to go in and speak the truth and love and to hold them accountable. But I've touched on an important point here. You have to be building relationships with your team members outside the context of just serving together. So they need to know that you care about them as an individual and not just as a co-laborer for the kingdom. You need to be asking them about their family. You need to be praying for them specifically and intentionally. And you need to be letting them know that you're praying for them specifically and intentionally. So that they, they can come to you with needs that they have. They can come to you with concerns that, that do not even relate to the girls' ministry, that relate to their own personal lives. And within the context of that kind of relationship, you've earned the right to be able to speak the truth in love. And you're going to have a much more effective team. And we're going to be a much more effective body because each of us are going to become more Christ-like 
and, and we're going to be more effective in ministering to the girls that, that God has given us to shepherd. So again, just to go over these real quickly, to cast the vision clearly and often, to believe in and empower each person to do her best for God, to learn constantly and be faithful to share the knowledge, to earn your team's trust by respecting their time, and to hold them accountable and speak the truth in love. Just a few key tips to, to give you this month that I hope will help you in building and developing an effective leadership team. We want to thank you for being part of our first ever Girls Ministry World podcast for all of you out there in the trenches doing girls ministry day in and day out. We truly hope this will be a great tool and resource for you as you strive to reach the girls in your church and community. If you want to contact us, we'd love to hear from you. So feel free to contact us with your questions, your comments, your feedback. You can reach us at our toll-free number, 1-866-623-4328. Again, that's 1-866-623-4328. Or you can also drop us a line. Our email is gmpodcast at sageministries.org. Again, gmpodcast at sageministries.org. We look forward to hearing from you and incorporating that feedback in next month's podcast. Podcast.